you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly, B-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spencey G and Marky Man. Spencey G, how you doing? Pretty well. And Marky Man, what's up? Um, not much, but I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you guys having a good 2023 so far? So far, yeah. So far, so good. Well, we were up pretty late last night, so we got a pretty late start this morning. It is Sunday, January 1st, 2023, the first day of the new year. And I'm feeling good about 2023, guys. I got a good feeling about it. I think it's going to be better than 2022, and I hope you think so too. Um, But let's get down to brass tacks. This is an NBA podcast after all. So let's talk about our highs and lows from week 11, the very last week um, in 2022 in the NBA. What were your highs and lows, Spencey? Uh, my highlight was LeBron's birthday game. Um, he was one uh, assist off a 47-point triple-double. Um, and let me remind everyone, he's 38. Um, he called it before the game. He said he was doing, he was going to get 40. I don't know if he was playing into the LeBron memes there, but <laughs> either way, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, he pretty much just carried the Lakers to that win. Yeah, it was a 130-121 to 121 win over Atlanta in Atlanta for his birthday game. I think his mom was there. Did somebody say that? So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, in the crowd. So, yeah, 47 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, and I believe 1 block. So, happy birthday, LeBron, 38 years young, which, you know, sad to say I wish I was 38. Anyway, I'm not. Um, I'm almost a decade older than LeBron, which is terrifying when I really sit there here and think about it. But... Um, I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think that even ten years ago I could have put up a triple double, even in you know men's league. You know, yeah. maybe in a beginners men's league if it was one of those like novice basketball yeah. players for people who've never touched yeah. a basketball before. Yeah. But pr- you know what? Probably not. Anyway, um, so what was your low for the week, Spency? Um, Devin Booker's injury. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean everything's. Things have not been going well, regardless for the Suns recently. And, of course, that's the nail in the coffin, and it's not looking good for the Suns. Nail in the coffin. Well, I mean, yes, I agree that it not – what is he? He's out for, they say, four weeks, maybe longer. Minimum four weeks. Minimum four weeks. I don't know whether we can say nail in the okay. coffin. I mean, in terms of – I mean, they were our number one team, what, a month ago? They were the number well, one yeah, team. Well, yeah, they had voice. that one – stretch of being really good but then they got into the slump anyways with booker yeah um and there's a i mean i it it seems like they've been cursed since their playoff loss to the mavericks last year kind of like upended their whole because it was like that was their year right last year that was supposed to be they're they're gonna go all the way and they just didn't i think it's also like chris paul wasn't getting older so 
well, Chris Paul is getting older and that's, that's yeah. pretty obvious. Um, although, I mean, still yeah. a great and effective player and with Booker, but it yeah. seems like they need, they need something else. They need yeah. scoring. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And I agree. Very low for me as well, considering I have Booker in fantasy and, um, that is just a disaster for me. So Marky, what was your highlight of the week? Uh, it was Doncic's um, 60 point triple double, 60 points, 21 rebounds and 10 assists. Yeah. I think we all were pretty impressed by that performance. And we're lucky enough. um, I actually saw the fourth quarter of that game, and uh, it was absolutely crazy. Uh, It was wild. I mean, the Knicks were on a roll or had been on a roll recently leading up to that. It looked like they they had the game well in hand. Uh, It was like uh, down by nine with like 50 seconds left. Yeah, and then then it just – then the the way that the way that Luca tied it was just wild, yeah. where he yeah. had the two free throws, yeah. And then what happened on the second one? He missed it on purpose. He missed it on purpose, and then it was like there. Everybody was like, couldn't grab the rebounds. Everyone had butterfingers. Yeah, it's like and every then, member <clears throat> of the Knicks touched the yeah. ball somehow. And then he, yeah, he got it. And then while he was coming down, needing to land on his feet, he just like like he was in the air. Yeah, and, and then he, he just shot it. He just so, kind of flicked yeah. it at the at the rim, and it yeah. just went in to tie. Yeah. And then they went to overtime, and then uh, he had a bunch more, <laughs> a bunch more points in overtime. That was a, it was a crazy, it was cr- well, and remember his little insane yes. dance that yeah. he did. Yeah. It was like this weird jazz yeah. hand. Well, supposedly dance. he thought he won the game. and didn't realize they were going to OT. Oh, is so that, that is, explains is that, it a little more? Did he say that? Yeah, because he was like, ah, yeah. and then somebody's like, calm down, dude. We still got to win this <laughs> I mean, game. Yeah. But still, I mean, I understand why he was yeah. excited because it looked like they yeah. had no chance of yeah. winning that game. And then, of course, uh, he goes on to, yeah. I mean, that it was incredible to see. Um, it was the first one. Yeah, it's the first 60-point uh, triple-double in NBA history, 60-2010 uh, triple-double, yeah. um, which is, <clears throat> I mean, that that's like yeah. Will Chamberlain-style numbers, except that Will didn't get assists like that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty, I, I, we haven't seen a stat line like that. And just to finish that, it's not like he was done that week he just had another yeah. 50 point game um, it just comes easy to him for some reason yeah i mean he he had uh in uh, last night's game he had 51 points six rebounds nine assists four steals and a block um which is wow. but again but then that's against the spurs so and they barely barely won you know 126 yeah. 125 so that's the only thing you could possibly say which is like ridiculous is that the team does truly rely on him to win. Yeah. Oh, I completely think that. Honestly. Yeah. So if, you know, if he's, yeah. if, if suddenly he had a, I don't know if he, on his team, if he had a Kyrie Irving with him, his numbers probably would go down or, or whatever, but who yeah. cares? This, I mean, I, yeah, it's actually weird. I'm just now losing their fourth in the West. Well, they're in a or, six game. Yeah. They won streak. six. That is crazy. And, they were literally yeah. just like, they were like 12, 10th, 10th or 11th. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, it just goes to show how um, how tight it actually but, is too. Yeah, I mean they're in they're in fourth at twenty one and sixteen, and you know the Blazers are eighteen and seventeen in eighth, and you know like that's barely there's not much of a difference there, right? Like, yeah, they're they're five games over five hundred anyway. But yeah, I mean they've been on a run, and yeah, I mean I hope I hope Luca. I mean. 
he deserves to win a championship at some point in his career and probably sooner than later yeah. because I don't know that he can maintain this thing. Like, he's so young. Yeah. He just doesn't – like, he gets tired. He made a joke about needing a beer after the 60-point <laughs> game or whatever. But, yeah. man. Oh, and then the other thing, he, he – in the last – so in the last five, he's had – well, he's had three – three 50-point games in his last five games, right? Mm. Um, but he's the only player, he's the first player in NBA history over a five-game span to have 250 points, uh, more than 250 points, more than 50 rebounds, and more than 50 assists in five games. Wow. 50 assists? Yeah, so he's averaging, over those five games, he's averaging yeah. more than 10 assists, he's averaging more than 10 rebounds, and he's averaging more than 50 points in a five-game span. So, oh. Yeah. It's it's great, as they say. It's it is like, it's like nineteen sixties numbers with Will Chamberlain yeah. out there. You know, except he's also not like seven feet tall either. No, exactly. He just he does it with shooting and with like all sorts of. But it's the fact that he's also a playmaker. Like the fact that yeah. he would he will dish it. You know, it's it's wild. Anyway, um, I'm super happy here. So what's your low light for? Or what's the low? What's my the, low light is the Pistons and the Orlando Magic fight. No, oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, so what happened there? Basically, Mo Wagner, or is that his name? Mo, yeah, Mo yeah. Moritz Wagner or something. Yeah, and uh, Killian Hayes, yeah. they're like running for a loose ball going down the court, and then w- Wagner gave him like a a dirty push into the sidelines, into like the Pistons bench, I think. Yeah, and then Killian Hayes was not happy, so he stood up and he punched. Mo Wagner like in the back of the head when he wasn't even looking, mm-hmm. yeah. Which caused Mo Wagner to get like knocked out for like like three seconds or something like that. Yeah, you see him kind of yeah. Yeah, he like falls over. Forward. He does fall over, and then his teammates like help him like get up. Yeah. And then he's like you. And then the second Killian Hayes did that, yeah. he was like, oh no, what have what have I just done? And then he just walks away from the fight, yeah. like completely. And the bench is pretty much cleared at that yeah. point. It was a big brawl. Yeah, what something. happens in the dumb rule like? If you're on the bench, you're not allowed to like step onto the court, or you're immediately yeah, well, suspended. Uh, what happens if, if the fight the falls onto your lap? Yeah, dude? exactly. I think they it was one of those situations where it took them quite a while. The game was delayed for a while. The referees took a while yeah. to sort out. There was a flagrance given yeah. to both of them, and both of those yeah. guys. They both were suspended. Yeah. Um, My favorite thing was was the entire like Orlando, like Orlando, and like Pistons. They were like fully fighting at that point. And then Bull Bull was just standing on the court, completely just watching it, just standing there, and like he was like putting his hands up, like what's going on? Yeah, I just want to play basketball. Yeah. So well, yeah, it was kind of. I don't know. They have a Franz Wagner, yeah, Mo and, Wagner, yeah. and Mo Bamba. So right. we got two Mo's and two <laughs> Wagners. Yeah, that is that's kind of confusing, but I mean Mo, it's more it's yeah. it's a nick- yeah it's, it's a nickname. Fine. So Mo Va- yeah, are, are they related? Yes, Mo, I, Mo they Wagner. Must. And, I don't. Or not? I, I, well, have to look I into don't that. think so. I mean, they're both, uh, what are they, Germans? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, no, Austrians? Is, I thought he was French. Maybe he might be probably, French with a German name or whatever. But anyway, we're not going to sit here and look, <laughs> look it up right now. Or I guess one of you can be looking it up while we while we move on. Um, well, let's have a look at um, uh, the, uh, the next segment is when we say, <clears throat> yo, what happened? Uh, meaning what happened in your guys' predictions from last week. Um, 
we, you know, as usual, we do, you guys do three games each. I try to give you games that are pretty evenly matched. Um, so Spencer on Monday, December 26th, which is Boxing Day here in Canada. I don't know if they say Boxing Day everywhere in the world, but around these parts, we say Boxing Day on the day after Christmas. So it was Brooklyn was in Cleveland. Um, I think it was a pretty highly anticipated matchup. Brooklyn totally streaking. Um, Cleveland had been struggling a bit. So what ended up happening in that game? Yeah, well, I predicted that Cleveland was going to win, uh, 124-120. Um, unfortunately, I was wrong. Um, it was actually 125-117 to for the Nets, and KD had 32-9-5. and um, It's also a 32-point game for uh, Kyrie, I, I think, uh, yeah. Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, so like the Nets like just came out and like destroyed in the first quarter which just gave them insurance for the rest of the game, essentially, because in the second half, Cleveland did outscore by eight points overall in the second half. Um, Even though they were, like, down crazy in the fourth as well, like, it was just ridiculous. Um, And Garland just had a monster night, and he scored 18 in the fourth to bring them back into the game. Wow. Um, But it just, it wasn't enough. Yeah. I think Kyrie had seven three pointers that game, and that's yeah. seen, I've seen that in a few of their victories. They go for like the knockout punch early, where they just mm-hmm. get a team back on their heels right away and score a ton of points. Yeah. They, they had that ninety one point uh, first half last week, and just you know, most teams just can't overcome that, and especially when it's like okay, so you claw your way back in within ten, but they still yeah. have <laughs> KD and Kyrie Irving that can just pour it on, sort of like seemingly find another gear, and it's just too bad yeah. for you. Um, yeah, Garland, that was a bright spot for Cleveland, though. They, they had the 46-point night. That was a you know big game for him. But, yeah, um, yeah, Brooklyn, that, that extended their win streak to, to nine games, and I think they're an 11-game streak now. Yep. There's been two more wins since then. All right, on Tuesday, Phoenix was in Memphis, um, Marcus. And, uh, you know, what did you think was going to what, – what happened in that game? Uh the Suns beat the Grizzlies pretty badly, 125 to 108, which is insanely surprising given the fact that Memphis has a very good home record. Yeah. And I did not expect that to happen at all. Um, I predicted Memphis win, I think it what was it? 124 to 114. Um yeah, I was very much wrong, but I was pretty close on John Morant's uh Prediction: I said he'd have thirty-five, five and five. He had thirty-four, three and six. Yeah. So I mean, it's not that crazy because that's pretty common stat line for Morant. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean the, the Grizzlies pretty much had no answer for them going to the second. Like they else, the Suns outscored them by fifteen points, and then they really just couldn't climb their way back. Even though that was the quarter that they messed up. It was they got beat out by 15 points, and then it was ex- insanely close in, like, point differentials for the rest of the game, but it just yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, Phoenix like, still, I mean, they have enough, well, they, they can still surprise yeah. teams. I yeah. think they come out and even, you know, they play, when we saw them play or later in the week against the Raptors, like, they, they're they not lying down yeah. by any stretch. No. And, well, this is, I found that, well, what I was saying, it's kind of interesting. The first quarter, it was 23-22 to 22 for Phoenix, and then... And then it was, and then Grizzlies had 27 in the second, Suns had 42, which was, wow. and then I believe, 
and then yeah, and then in the third, it was they the Phoenix had thirty two, Memphis has thirty one, and in the fourth it was twenty eight and twenty eight. So it was almost identical the entire game except for the second quarter, right? Which is like, yeah. which is pretty common for like teams that are like top teams. Yeah, they don't just lose games like that. They're not. It's yeah. normally just like one thing that happened. That yeah, well, Phoenix just got hot shooting yeah. or something in the second, and that was it. that was yeah. enough. I it was. I guess Washington was their top performer. Um, for, uh, yeah, Dwayne Dwayne Washington. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> do, Dwayne, do still said. Do, I think it's still pronounced Dwayne, but you never know. Yeah. It could be Dwayne. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't even know who that is. Well, I, yeah, I, I know I, who it is, but I mean, he's not one of their top guys. Honestly, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, no, me neither. So he must be a bench guy that came out and played yeah. well because they they have to balance their attack. I mean, Booker Booker was Booker, out, so. Yeah, yeah. So pretty impressive on Wednesday. Um, Spencer. Denver is in Sacramento to take on the Kings. So what happened? This was a really obnoxious game to follow um, <laughs> with my prediction I had made. Um, so I was wrong. I thought the Nuggets were going to win um, 105-98, to and the Kings barely won 127-126. Um, like, the Nuggets were, like, destroying early on. Yeah. They had a 16-point lead uh in the first and they like pretty much held on to that until the late third quarter where the Kings just miraculously came back from a 19 point deficit. Um, there was just like the scoring was crazy for the Kings. Malik Monk, Sabonis and uh, De'Aaron Fox all had 30. Yeah. Um, you know, <sighs> Jokic had an amazing game as well and it just didn't matter. Um, I don't know. The Nuggets just... Yeah, he like, had a 40-point night, didn't he? Yeah, 42. They just, like, lost their grip. And uh, with .7 seconds left, Malik Monk hit the uh, winning free throw, which sealed the deal. So it was... Yeah, that was extremely frustrating because I was very confident in my prediction mm-hmm. watching the first little bit. And then I think I, I left to do something, and I came back right towards the end of the game, and I was just like... Yeah. What is going on? I was watching some of that game too. And Sacramento, to their credit, they don't seem one of. It doesn't seem like it's a mirage. Like they just had this really strong early season. They seem like they're a tenacious team. They don't give up. They're, they seem tough at home yeah. for sure. And to beat, you know, Denver's the number one team in the West right now. Uh, and yeah. to beat them, even though they're at home, you know, like in, in a close game like that when Jokic is playing great, is just shows that they, yeah, their offense. What did you say? They had three players with thirty yeah. points. Yeah. So. Balanced scoring, they know how to pour. And again, a high-scoring game that they ultimately came out on top. Um, on Thursday, uh, the Clippers were in Boston, and this was sort of, uh, I, I guess, a uh, a rematch because earlier uh, it was, I think, Boston's worst loss of the season. They got beat uh, by the Clippers by 20 points in the previous game, uh, 113-93. to So on Thursday, what happened? Uh, I predicted that the Celtics would win. 134 to 120. Mm-hmm. It was closer than I thought. They won 116 to 110. Um, it was it was a good game. It was an entertaining game. The like the Celtics were leading by about I think it was 11 or something at the half, mm-hmm. and then Clippers made a bit of a comeback in the third, but then just couldn't outdo the Celtics in the fourth. So it was pretty entertaining. Kawhi had a good game. 26 points, eight rebounds, three assists. I predicted. Tatum play well. I, I I predicted he said what thirty eight and four. He had twenty nine eleven and one. So I was a little off, but yeah. 
but uh, pretty, you know, Tatum once again rolling. He's the team leader, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they, I think they restored the balance to the force there. I think everybody was a little surprised that the Clippers beat them by as much as they did in, on that, uh, yeah, the previous matchup. But then, yeah, I mean, Boston seems to have righted the ship. They're still in first place. They had that little stretch there where they uh, were in a bit of a mini slump. But what does it say there? How many wins have they got in a row now? Uh, I think it says four. Yeah, I think they've won four straight um, yeah. as of recording this. So seems like they're back, and I don't think anybody's in a position to to push them around. You never uh, know anymore. The Nets. Oh yeah, the Nets are are <laughs> the Nets are creeping up the the standings as as we mm-hmm. noted earlier. Uh, the Nets are now in second place in the East, knocking off the Bucks. So the the Nets are on an eleven game win streak right now. So we'll see how that plays out. But they they're continue to be the hottest team in the NBA, and they kind of look like they're unbeatable right now. Anyway, on Friday, a, a, a really interesting matchup in New Orleans. Uh, the Sixers were in town to take on the Pelicans. So what happened? Uh, yeah, my third wrong prediction. Um, oh no! <laughs> I predicted uh, Philly was going to win one seventeen one eleven with Embiid having a great night. Um, the Pelicans won one twenty seven one sixteen. Um, I think I said that I was talking about how like Embiid would you know show Zion who's boss, and Embiid did play extremely well thirty seven eight and five, um, but Zion also played well. Um, he had. I think 36 points. Um, I mean, the Pelicans, they're pretty much just up the entire game. They did not lose hold at any moment. McCollum was just like lights out, 11 threes. Yeah, which um, was a franchise record, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, personal yeah, record yeah. as well. Um, yeah. yeah, 42, 4, and 5 for him. Um, yeah, I mean, MB, like, he just didn't have any help. Like, yeah, there's no support. Um, but Harden, Harden played. Harden, he had, he had 20. Yeah. Um, it was Maxi's return game, actually. That's right. I saw that. Um, yeah. Which I think probably, you know, changed the flow of their offense. They got used to playing without him. Yeah. This That happens. Uh, he had nine, one, and one. So not, yeah. you know, not the greatest, but. I mean, regardless of anything, the Pelicans are, are pretty tough at home. Uh, they are currently 16 of, and four at home. So yeah, it's pretty tough to go in that building and win. Um but uh, yeah, if anybody could do it, it was, the Sixers might be one of the teams that could do it. They've also been one of the more, the hotter teams in the NBA mm-hmm. recently. Um, anyway, on Saturday, which was, um, I guess that was last night, New Year's Eve. Um, I don't know that this was like the biggest game of New no. Year's Eve, but nonetheless, no. um, the Knicks were in Houston. So what happened? Um, I predicted the Knicks would win 120 to 101. I was right. They. I wasn't close in the score, but I was close. I was pretty close in the point differential. Yeah, you were just off by one. Yeah, so they won one hundred eight to eighty eight, which is just embarrassing for the Rockets because At like home. to score eighty eight points is just in today's NBA is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I predicted Brunson would have the best game. He didn't play; he was injured. So. Julius Randle played great, 35 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. Yeah. There's pretty much, yeah, like, it was terrible for the Rockets. They had 14 points in the second quarter, which is just terrible. That's, like, 
I don't even know how that happens. And then, yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. played pretty well for the— he almost had a triple-double for the Rockets. He had 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists, so he played well. He's a young, pretty young NBA player who's like who's possibly a star. Yeah, and who did I? I just recently got somebody on Houston in my fantasy. What's his name? Green. Oh, Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah. He had like an okay night. Yeah, wasn't. for and an OB. Right. Well, not straight. And Josh, had, Josh yeah, Hart and, and Josh Hart. So I had two of them. He he had an okay night. Not nothing spectacular though. Yeah, um, the more I think about that trade, the more I like it. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into that, fantasy yeah. in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you had uh, you had a good week, Marky Man. You had you were two of three, or Spence, uh, Spence he had his worst mm-hmm. week probably. I don't think you've been blanked yet this season. No, well, since we started I, I, I came off a three zero. So right, you came off a perfect, and you just yeah. you know, so the you know balance has been restored. It would seem <laughs> so. You are now fifteen for twenty seven, uh, which gives you a percentile of. Uh, 555. Marcus has improved from last week, um, 458 up to 481 because you're now 13 and 27. So you guys, he, the the gap is closing between you. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, since we brought up fantasy, we might as well um, do our uh, fantasy roundup where we uh, rustle up the good, the bad, and the ugly in the world of fantasy. Um, and uh, we're all on different fantasy teams. We're both in. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're all in separate <clears throat> leagues, and you guys are in head-to-head leagues, and I'm in a rotisserie. So, mm-hmm. so Spencey, what's your team doing? How's your team doing? Uh, amazing. You're still, um, yeah, you're still I, perfect. I, I what's your record? Yeah, I'm 10-0. and 0. I'm going 11-0 today. Uh, I haven't had a single injury all week. No day-to-days, no nothing. Wow. It's been awesome. Um, I think this is my best week so far. Uh, I had multiple days with over 400 daily totals and to put that into perspective um team wadley in my league has 440 total this week oh wow so yeah i've just been on an absolute yeah, that's tear. like the lowest score ever though like four yeah it's not good yeah, it's terrible but, so he must be one of the worst players or one of the worst <laughs> yeah. guys in your league like 440 is like i don't even understand <laughs> yeah it, it's it's yeah. definitely so, um, and I, all your, you got, you, you have Jokic, you have Siakam, you have these guys yeah. that have had great weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to, like at this point, it feels like you're going to win your, you're probably going to win the whole season. Like you're perfect. Yeah. If you don't, unless something disastrous happens where you have these major injuries, it seems like no one can touch you. Uh, there's been. Who's the next closest to you? It's weird. Sometimes. There's a couple teams that have gone hot streaks for, but I think Team Leslie yeah. is they're seven and three. Yeah. So and who they, are their big performers? Who are their big weapons that they have? Uh, they got Doncic. Okay. Um. Uh, I mean, hmm, I don't know. They don't actually have because you oh, have, Mitchell as well. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. And OG, like yeah. they're they're good for yeah. sure. But you have, I mean. Let's go down the list once one more time. You yeah. have um, uh, Jokic. Jokic. Siakam. Siakam. You also have Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Um, DeRozan. DeRozan. Zach Levine. Oh, man. Uh, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Scotty Markinen. Scotty Barnes and Larry. Oh, Larry Markinen. Yeah, that's pretty stacked. That's a pretty it stacked yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, roster. we 
there's eight players in my fantasy league, and I think in yours, so the lineups are going to be stacked no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Right, because you have less yeah. guys. I mean, there. I got, I mean, I did build this team. I got marketing off of waivers yeah. early season. That's I, That wouldn't be possible in my league. There's no, no. that doesn't um, exist. The guys that are on waivers are like not like how they're, yeah. they, you see their roster. Like the, I, except for, I will say, well, I'll get into mine in a minute, but I picked up uh, quickly from the Knicks. Yeah. And I was like, was he's been playing great. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> he wasn't. He's been playing awesome. Like his two games he played for me have been fantastic. Yeah. Um, he had like a career high in my first game that I picked him up. Yeah. Um, but, oh, and wow, he's like, yeah. he's starting. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, even having like, like your worst guy is what, like Scotty Barnes, basically? Yeah. Uh, I actually have where is he? Um, there's a couple borderline guys like Franz Wagner is barely on my team. Al Horford <laughs> has. <that> mean? <laughs> you mean you bench him all the time? No, no, he's I'm he's borderline getting booted off the team. I think oh, I I'm actually going to drop Al Horford today. Yeah, he's disappointing. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's guys. So I mean, it's hard to reconcile that because like the cold, harsh reality of fantasy is like there's guys that are great players, great NBA players that, you know, you would love to have on your team in real life. But as a fantasy yeah. player, yeah. you're just like, yeah. there's like they don't. Well, it's because they don't rack up what you want. Yeah. They yeah. Don't rack up Chris stats, Middleton. Right? Yeah. is not a good fantasy player. Yeah. Well, certainly not this year because he's been out. Like, no, but so even much. even then. Um, and so Marcus has you're you're not quite as sparkling as spencer but i know you've what's how are you doing this week are you gonna win yep i'm gonna win i'm going uh, i'm about to get hit my i think it's seventh straight win so are you seven and I'm, four i'm seven and three about to be eight and three right so i i had a horrible start to the season with injuries yeah i don't i don't think anyone's catching me i think i'm gonna win i i i'm beating people and it's like like yeah. by pretty big margins like I got a thousand one hundred six. This guy's got seven oh five. So yeah, yeah. I don't think like I'm doing pretty well, and I'm number one in my. I'm first in the West, which right. doesn't really mean anything. And you have and who are your top guys? You you and I have a lot of similar guys. I got Ananobi, Shea Gojus, Giannis, Zion, Garland, <laughs> Lamelo Ball, Porzingis, Allen, Anthony Simons, Bank. Paulo Banchero and Jamal Murray, which yeah. is like, there's a few of them. Yeah, that, that's yeah. absurd. That's an absurd lineup. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I in my rotisserie league, there's 12 guys. You, you have maybe f- three to four of that level yeah. Of, yeah. of guy. And then the rest, it's like, and that's what makes it really, really challenging. Yeah. But it also, yeah, I mean, it's, anyway, my, as uh, I was bragging last week because I was as high as four, although I finished that week at five. And now I'm back down to seven, or I may maybe even be at eight. But the, I mean, a huge problem for me has been Booker. Um, you know, him yeah. being injured like that just totally. Yeah, I'm I'm down tied for seven, um, tied for seventh place. So I'm back down to kind of. It's so frustrating too because I, I got as high as like seventy. I think I had a seventy nine points, and now I'm back down to sixty three points. I've had a terrible week. Mm-hmm. They also, what I'm realizing, I mean, I did that trade and an OB for Jalen Green and Josh Hart, which has been fine. I don't I actually think it's going to make much of a difference yeah. uh, for me one way or the other because it makes me a little bit better in scoring, but it makes me a little bit worse probably in things like, well, it definitely makes me worse in, in steals because yeah. Ananobi probably does get more steals than those guys combined. Um, 
That said, it's also like what's really frustrating is like I've had these things happen where he wasn't even listed as game time decision. He was listed as game time decision, and then they, there was no notification, nothing. I yeah. just looked at Jamal Murray, and they're just like, he's there's no, nothing beside his name. So I'm like, yeah. well, I guess he's healthy. I leave him in, and then he just didn't play. So it was more yeah. like he was a healthy scratch. Like the team was like, he's healthy. Wow. He's he's going to play, but then he was just on the bench and never got off the yeah, bench. Yeah, it's weird. And so it's increasingly difficult with him. Because he is, they do manage his time still because yeah. he is still like, you know, it's his first season back from this major injury. They don't want him to get re-injured. They, they're they the number one team in the West. You know, this is how things work in the NBA yeah. now. They manage these guys and their injuries and they don't want to overwork them. And they don't, seemingly it's working just fine because they've got the best record in the in the, in the the West. So, yeah. but it's frustrating from a fantasy perspective because even nights where he plays, It'll be, you know, it's his limits are, or his minutes are a bit limited. And then, you know, again, last night, Jalen McDaniels for Minnesota gives me eight points and six rebounds and three assists. Like, yeah. I thought you've been talking about getting I have him been, for but like he's, weeks. but he's had a couple. Then, then it's like he has a night where he's like got a couple blocks and stuff. And I'm like, uh, can I afford to get rid of that? And even, you know, second night of a back to back, Zion's another good example of some nights he's really great statistically yeah. and then he has like for him a quiet night 20 points nine rebounds again one shy of the double double and one assist and it's like man that's not you know that's not going to cut it yeah um herbert jones had three steals for me which was great again gobert falls nine points ten rebounds is just i think he's done that about five times this season yeah. where he's been one point or how short so i guess he missed a free throw then. Like, I don't know. It's well, just so, so annoying. But then here, look, quickly, who I picked up on waivers the other day, four three balls, 27 points, five rebounds, seven assists, and three steals. Yeah. And I also picked yeah. up Grimes it's... from New York, who I've had before, three three balls, 19 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals on a block. Like, just that makes up for Ananobi. That steals, yeah. those steals on a block, no problem. So I'm, I'm like, what's going on? That's driving me insane. Uh, Looney's starting to falter because they're not using him as much. He's becoming less valuable to me. I might ditch him. Well, because they they uh, they're starting to rotate Wiseman in. Yeah, so and it's um, just yeah. and they got Draymond, so it's like yeah, and and Kaminga. <clears throat> they're also like Looney's per, like when he doesn't play a lot and he's not getting a lot of touches, his points totally dry yeah. up. It seems like uh, if he's yeah. if if he's getting a lot and it's a, a game where he's playing well and he's under the rim, he's getting those offensive boards and putbacks. He's a threat to get a double double, but other than that, it'll oh, be like yeah. six points, yeah. eight rebounds, like boo, yeah. like I it doesn't yeah. do me any good. Yeah. Like I, that's just not. I want to, I want to, I want to see Looney, Looney on the Raptors. Yeah, we could use him. he's been on. I realize he's been on this uh, Warriors for yeah, a long a time. A long time. He's got. Yeah. He's got like extremely long time. Yeah. He's. I think he's been part of all their championships. I was in the recent confused because I thought that Looney had left. I was like, did they get another Looney? Is that possible? Yeah. And now it's the same guy. But he yeah. he was amazing for them in those championship runs. Like he was totally clutch in the playoffs. And yeah, he's just one of those guys. Yeah, I think like, he was fully. I think he has all those championships as a yeah, warrior. I could yeah, be wrong. I think but, he's been there yeah. since yeah the beginning of their their dynasty. They probably. I mean, who knows that maybe they don't want to yeah. move him. They just like. He, I mean, he's a good, valuable player, and they need guy. They need someone. They need like depth him. too. Right? Yeah, which like, is <laughs> Igudala is still on the team. I can't. Yeah, I think he's he, yeah. stupid. He doesn't play. He's been injured for. I think he plays. I think he played the other night. But I think he's, he's back. He's like thirty. He's thirty-eight or something. Yeah, and really bad. Well, that whole and team's injured. Old, yeah. Like he, I think he's, he's just like camping out. 
essentially camping out like, well because he's, he's actually been injured not. and he's re- he's not good anymore and yeah. he's just like you got a free championship well, no, last year what it, what it is what it is free champion he's 38 so he's like he he got curry got snubbed to the finals mvp yeah. uh when he got in he was only averaging like 15 points and he got to finals mvp somehow eagle dollar but it's like i think he's like he's like they they keep him just because it's like a Udonis Haslam situation. Who's he's yeah. like he's like forty two. But he, he hasn't even. Been it's just playing. it's just leadership. No, it's yeah, just yeah, leadership it's at the practice. Type, right? yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. giving uh, giving Jordan Poole his wisdom. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I told you about Jordan Poole. Yeah. He had that. He had a huge game the other night and a win for them. And you know, again, it was at home, but he had like a forty. 41 nights, six assists, five rebounds against Portland. And that was a, it was a good win for them because Portland, they, they looked dominant, Golden State, for the first half until the very end. And then all of a sudden Portland clawed their way back in it. And then Portland looked like they were going to, like, embarrass them. And then yeah. they just turned on the Jets. But Poole, like I was telling this to Marcus, the one thing that guy, and I understand why some of the te- his teammates might get upset with him, he's this amazingly talented guy that can score and do all these things. But he does, like, the game was within two points, and he's doing, like, these flashy moves Mm -hmm. to, like, beat another guy and then, like, losing the ball out of bounds. And it's like, dude, we all know you're amazing and you can do everything. Like, he did this behind the back. Like, I can't even describe what it was um, to beat somebody, like, along the the sideline. But then he lost the ball out of bounds. And he's like, oh, and then he did the the Jordan, like, fake pass with one hand while palming it, but it slipped out of his hand. (laughs) And he just looked like like a tool. And it's like, (laughs) Great. So maybe yeah. you can do that. It's not street ball, dude. Like yeah, that's you're what, in the NBA. Yeah. Don't throw like yeah. how if they'd lost that game, which you know, yeah, they won. They won by six in the end. But if they'd lost that game, who cares yeah. if you have forty points because yeah. you gave the ball away? Like, yeah. don't do yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of like. But that'll go away eventually. Yeah, I mean, older no, like none of the great players like you know. And I'm sure Steve Kerr is going to give him a talk. I, yeah, I, I it's like Draymond. That's the whole reason for that is because yeah. Poole is being a moron. I mean, yeah, yeah but talking that garbage. that it's just one of those. Things. And I, again, I don't. Like, I think Draymond but even even like the flashiest friends, players, like when you see, you know, remember Zion did his dunk, but that was in garbage time. They'd already won. Yeah. That's different because that's yeah. just like doing something yeah. for the fans when yeah. you're clearly going to win anyway. But something you, you see like Shea or John Morant do some like. No, they don't dumb do thing yeah, just yeah, yeah, for entertainment yeah, yeah. reasons like it's spectacular because yeah. they actually it actually works yeah, like they're actually yeah. doing something they're not going like oh what'll please yeah. the fans right yeah. now they're going like let's win the game and yeah if you can do a crazy yeah. reverse lay in while yeah. falling down it goes in he yeah. didn't do that yeah. to like please the fans he did yeah. it because he has and the he, ability like, what's weird is he doesn't miss those like he yeah. doesn't miss his like 360 layups uh, while I was watching those games he makes literally everyone. It's like, well, and half the time, the reason he's doing it is because yeah, like it's contested. Yeah, there's multiple guys. So he's having he's to like, like yeah. actually do the double pump and bring it back oh. under oh. or whatever. Like anyway, whatever. We can rant about this. Anyways, Jordan Poole really annoyed me in <laughs> watching yeah. him that game. And like they're just, I think, an annoying team in general. Yeah, like yeah, everybody gets so annoyed cocky. by them. Um, Jordan Poole is so cocky. I don't yeah. even know. Like, Yes. It's just one of those things where it's like it will be annoying and it could happen where they manage to like, you know, slowly replace Seth with Jordan Poole and like bring in other guys that fit the same roles and just end up still being like a championship team. Yeah, I think that's literally their plan. And of course, on Chris, they always play well in these important games like Christmas. 
that essentially felt like playoffs. And of yeah. course, then they come out and just like bully everyone. Well, they've won four straight right now, and they're at nine, they're up over yeah. five hundred. So they're definitely, yeah. you know, you don't want to mess with them. They seems like they remember because last week we were talking. Oh, they can't play with us, Steph. And it's like, well, I guess well, they, can. they can't play on the road. And, they, so. and Wiggins is still out, you know. And they're mm-hmm. they're managed. Yeah. Like, the point is, they are a good team. Yeah, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, and too bad for everybody are, else. I mean, are the, are they though? Well. They're a playoff. They make the I think they're officially they're one of those right now. playoff teams that you know, they're just going to be better in the playoffs. Anyway, because that's where they exist. So we went way off track there. <laughs> we, I think we were talking about fantasy, but it doesn't matter. That's what this. That's what basketball podcasts are all about. Is you get all annoyed and then you start talking about something for too long. Anyway, why don't we? Uh, why don't we uh, polish up the uh, the crystal ball and uh, look at uh, look at next week. So we got some good. I think there's some really interesting and, and fun games coming up. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. By the way, just so you know, I forgot to mention. Uh, uh, Franz Wagner is Moritz Wagner's brother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And yeah. I think Franz is his young is Moritz's younger brother. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm excited for Orlando. I think they might be good in a couple of years. Yeah. You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if Bull Bull can, like, I, I, I'm, like, I love Bull Bull. I know, Bull Bull is the best. Yeah. I love watching him. He's like watching a spider out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he's got a good handle for a Yeah, no, for a, he's, like, like weird. He, he's it's, like, it was fun to watch. He's, he like, look, he's, like, just decided to be good. It was weird. Like, he just, like, <laughs> became yeah. good in the off season. Like, he just. Well, like, maybe it's one of those things where he was a kid. He was, like, he learned how to handle and stuff like that. And then he just yeah. got conditioned to not exactly. do that. Exactly, that's yeah. what. Yeah. You know, they got it's yeah, like you're yeah, a big man, exactly, just you're, yeah. you're never you're never gonna dribble. So well, yeah, stop. never allow him. <laughs> yeah. We're watching him on like when he's on the Denver Nuggets because they, they he was on there. He would average like two minutes a game, the entire game. Like he would shoot a three every once in a while, yeah. but he would just stay in the in the paint. But now he's literally doing like through the legs crossover step back threes and stuff, and just like he looks like Chet Holmgren. Yeah, who's, who's, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool to. Uh, it's fun to watch. Well, I, that's why I hope they're good because they got, obviously they yeah. got Ben Caro, they got him, yeah, and even like w- Wagner and stuff. Like they got yeah. a, like a cool and like Jalen Suggs, who should be good. But Suggs and yeah, and and uh, just guys that are young and yeah. and kind of fun and, and Terrence Ross and Cole Anthony. Yeah. Terrence Ross is old. Man. Yeah, Terrence I know, Ross but old. I'm not saying that. I just like Terrence Ross. I was yeah. just mentioning him. Who, as I like He's to brag, old. is yeah. the only NBA player that I have met in person. Yeah. Um, working in television, he was on. A, I was producing a, a show about a magician. So the magician was doing some tricks for Terrence Ross because he was on the Raptors at the time. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, and uh, super nice guy. And we were in a playground, and he, he sunk like three half courts in a row. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was yeah. pretty fun. Fun to watch. He's like the oldest guy on the Orlando, and he's like thirty two. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like the youngest team in the league. Yeah, well, he's like he's their veteran yeah. presence. <clears throat> All right, so let's look at some of these games uh, for next week. So um, tomorrow, Marky Man, we have uh, um, Chicago in Cleveland. Um, Chicago has been a little bit better um, in the last— Better than the Raptors right now. Better than the Raptors. They put together some good wins, including, I don't know if you saw um, the the game against Milwaukee— um, on on Wednesday, it was really in- it was it was really intense. Yeah. I think it would have been the game of the week had it not been, not been for the the, the Doncic yeah. game uh, the night before. But um, 
DeRozan. Chicago was way down, and DeRozan had a, a night. He had 42 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. He also scored 10 points in overtime. He also got the steal uh, and the assist on the game-tying uh, basket. And it was like a crazy night for Giannis, too. He had 45, 22, re- uh, 22 rebounds. It was just I was going to bring that up in our yeah. highlights and lowlights just because you know DeRozan continues to play really, really well um, at this stage of his career. Um they were way down. They were down by uh, like as many as I, I can't even remember, but they were way down in the. They're down by fifteen in the fourth quarter. Chicago in that wow. game, and they came back wow. to tie and win. So they're playing pretty well. Um, anyway, what do you think is going to happen when Chicago goes to Cleveland? Cleveland has maybe been underperforming lately. I'd yeah. say um, they yeah. they won their last game, but they they're 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 in fourth. I mean, they're still they're still a really good team. But what do you think is going to happen? I think I I think the Cavaliers are going to win, partly because I want them to win because I don't want I want the Raptors to move up and the Bulls to move down. <laughs> okay, but I th- they should win. Uh, they're fourth and the Bulls are tenth, so I think it's going to be Donovan Mitchell scoring the most, come twenty eight four and five. Mitchell with twenty eight four and yeah. five. I think the final score will be Bulls one sixteen or sorry, Cavs one sixteen Bulls. One oh eight. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Another uh, maybe less interesting game, but a team that's been on the rise uh, uh, is the the Washington Wizards. Have been putting together some pretty good games. Um, they, uh, including some some wins in the last week. Um, anyway, they're they're going to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks, and the Bucks have been. It seems like they've been struggling a little bit of late, although they're still. They they fall in the third place behind the Nets um, in the East, uh, and I, they've had a couple tough losses recently. And I also believe, like they lost to Boston, and they end up losing to Chicago this week. Um, uh-huh. And I don't know, did they did they play yesterday? I can't remember. But anyway, they um, oh, they they beat Minnesota um, on Friday. But um, anyway. They're at home against the Wizards. Looks like it's probably going to be a Milwaukee victory. What do you think, Spencer? Yeah, um, I have Bucks winning one twelve to one hundred, um, and Giannis is going to have forty points, eight rebounds, and four assists. Drew Holiday is sick right now, and it's not clear if he'll be back. Okay. Um, so we'll see. But my key to this game is. Giannis. That's all I have to say. I <laughs> yeah. think they have him playing amazing, and I think Giannis just needs to go out there and just murder them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sure they will at home. Uh, the Wizards aren't that good. Um, no. Uh, although I say they did they did beat Philly. I mean, they're uh, this four, week. they've they won beat four Philly's straight. win streak. They've won four straight. Is that what it's, yeah. that we got? Yeah. So they've uh, yeah they've they've managed to put it together. They've been playing well. I feel like uh, what's his that what's his name uh, Chris Tapps Persingas yeah. on Washington. Mm-hmm. I want the Raptors to get him. Yeah, I think that would be a good. Uh, I, no? I I agree, but I don't. He's a, not a great guy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> as a player, then yeah, but oh, okay. is he? He's no. a, yeah, no, he oh. does not fit the Raptors vibe. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so what am I? Where are we here? My uh, Andy Pacers Sixers. Oh yeah, so we got yeah Indy. And again, like a pretty fun team, one of my favorite teams in the East, um, going into Philly, um, who are still playing pretty well these days. Um, currently sitting in uh, fifth, and the Pacers are in sixth. What do you think is going to happen in Philly when the Pacers come to town? Philly's going to win. Um, 
I'll give it 112 to 107. I'll give it to Joel Embiid, 37 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. Okay. And uh, one thing you'll say, the Pacers, it seems to be like they have a really balanced offensive attack. Yeah. Uh, they seem to play really yeah. good team basketball. They have a lot of guys, like younger guys too, that contribute and score. Our uh, Canadian brother, uh, Matherin, is, I still think he's the number one scorer coming off the bench in the NBA this season. I think yeah. I saw that stat recently. And, so, the, and they've got uh, Andrew Nemhard too. Who's also Andrew Nemhard, another Canadian. So I, I, I think, um, and I mean, I love Tyrese Halliburton. I really like their their yeah. team and their, their their players and their whole thing they have going on. So yeah. I hope they win, but I, I agree that I, Philly's pretty tough to beat. If Max Maxie's back now, like yeah. they're they're yeah. they're getting back I to mean, full strength, they're they're going to be hard to beat at home. Yeah. Um, okay, so on uh, on Thursday, Spencer, um, I think this is going to be a really fun game potentially. Yeah. Uh, Boston, uh, the Celtics are going to be in Dallas to take on Luca and uh, the rest of the Mavericks, whatever their names are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you? So, uh, what do you think is going to happen in that game? This one was very difficult. Um, they're both on sizable win streaks. Yeah. Um, whoopsie. Oops, forgot to write the score. Um, that's okay. <laughs> um, I had. Up. I, I had it. Okay. Anyways, uh, Boston one twenty, Mavs uh, one fourteen. Okay. Um, I have Tatum with thirty one, uh, six and four. Um, yeah. You know, Boston has I escaped their little slump that they had um, at this point, um, and I think that if Tatum can match Luca's performance. Mm-hmm then it'll kind of, you know, cancel out a little bit, and then the Boston will outperform the rest of the yeah. Mavericks team, sort of. Um, and I think Smart could probably do a decent job, as well as he can do defending Luka, so. Yeah, I would I would agree. Keep him under 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold Luka to a, a slow night of, like, <laughs> yeah. 47 points, like, yeah. you see, eight rebounds um, and nine assists. Yeah. Hobbs yeah. quote, he... Went saying we're gonna hold Luca under forty. First of all, that's just not even that's not even a brag. That's still embarrassing yeah. to allow a player to get forty. And of course, he had more than that. Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah. Well, I think he was probably saying it's tongue in cheek. I mean, the guy. What are you supposed to say? The guy goes yeah. out, and despite every all yeah. your efforts to shut him down, he just he yeah. just scores over guys. Like yeah. he just or he just makes a stupid pass and gets out of any situation. Yeah. Um, all right. So my I. The game I'm probably looking most forward to um, uh, next week is on Friday. Um, it's the battle of the number two teams, number two in the East versus number two in the West, which of course is uh, Brooklyn and uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the New Orleans Pelicans. So it's in New Orleans. Brooklyn right now is riding an 11 game win streak, hottest team in the NBA. Pelicans are also on a win streak. Yeah, so they, but who, it, they may they may have lost by then. This is it's a few games out, but um, the Pelicans um, they lost last night, and that kind of ended their little streak. But the Pelicans are at home, 16 and four, um, so they're tough to beat uh, at home. But what do you think is going to happen? This is like in it's so hard to say. Who's gonna win this game? Yeah, well, that's why I'm yeah. asking you. Yeah, 
<laughs> so I'll I'll give it to the Nets though. Okay. I'll give it. I'll just say Durant, thirty three, um, seven and five. Yeah. And I'll give the I I don't think it's gonna be close. I think it's just gonna be a dumb like should be fun game, but it isn't. Okay. So I'll just say like one thirteen or no no one twenty five to one sixteen. I mean, can we even say that the Pelicans are that hot right now? They're five and five, last ten, and they're on a. They've lost one. Yeah, but I think that they had a four game win streak before well, this I mean, loss. The Pelicans are twenty three and thirteen. The Nets are twenty four and twelve. So it's a one game. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, they seem I, sometimes they just play really bad out of nowhere, like yeah. every other game or every I, few it, games. The, but that's what happens with young teams a lot of the time. And I also too. feel like it's weird because. Either I think on back, I don't know if it's a back to back, but it seems like on a back to back, Zion is a little diminished. Mm-hmm. Um, they also seems like some teams solve him sometimes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And but you know, like look at that game the other night, um, the Friday game last week. You know, Philly comes into um, New Orleans yeah. and then McCollum scores forty two. You know, yeah, like they have a lot. Just, they have a lot yeah. of weapons. Yeah. Um, and they, you know. Not, not to mention Valanchunas, not to mention like yeah. all these guys, and they're not even at full strength with health yet. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there there's a reason why they're the, the second best team in the West right now. Um, they when they play, I mean, when Zion's really going, they're scary. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's not like they're they're a beatable team in Brooklyn. Like, it's <laughs> what are you gonna say? They're they could easily win that game, like you say, Marcus. They could come out yeah, and just start yeah. and just start shooting the ball like crazy and get the Pelicans back in their heels down yeah. by twenty early, and that could be it. that could be the difference. Yeah. Um, and then the last one. This was probably not as spectacular of a game, but interesting nonetheless, um, just because uh, the way that LeBron continues to play. The Lakers are in Sacramento next Saturday to take on the Kings, uh, the Beam Team, as as mm-hmm. they like to call themselves. So, who you got? Uh, I got the Kings, uh, 128 to 124, and I'm going to have De'Aaron Fox with 27, 5, and 6. I think if the Kings can just, you know, maintain their uh, good shooting, um, that's just going to, you know, the Lakers aren't the best shooting team, so. You can say that again. (laughs) Maybe they're the worst shooting team? I think they are. Uh, No, they're they're not actually anymore, but. Like sixth worst? (laughs) Um, but yeah, the only thing that the Lakers have over the Kings is rebounding and AD is injured. So those mm-hmm. totals are lower. Um, so I think the Kings should win. I think it's gonna be a good game though. Like super fast pace through the two and three teams in terms of pace. Yeah. So what uh, is that? This pace simply pace means just how long your possessions are. Or? No, it actually, it's, um, just how much you score per game essentially. Hmm. That's it's weird. it's it's odd, <laughs> but there's but there's average points per game. It's yeah. Well, on like the stat thing, yeah, it just shows like points per like game in total. Um, okay. Well, yeah. maybe we'll. It's have to odd, do, but we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. I think we should do a special show on like <laughs> weird things that we're gonna get to the bottom of, and and it's just like things that we don't fully get. That'll be the theme of the show. Like things yeah. about basketball that we don't fully like. Yeah. I have plenty, and yeah. you guys can solve them for me. I'll make I'll make a list, yeah. and you guys can explain them all to me. Because there are some of these. Like at this point, you know, I don't know if you guys ever heard of that movie Moneyball mm-hmm. uh, with Brad Pitt, but that was about um, you know 
how how basically how numbers and crunching numbers yeah. has increasingly become part of you know how sports are managed and yeah. sports teams are managed and they 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 really analyze these things over and over in order to put the best players on the floor um yeah. and and give yourself the best chance to win and how that's a bigger deal than it's ever been you know um that level of hardcore statistical analysis yeah. um but anyway hold on fun fact <laughs> okay how fun not good not fun actually oh, okay. um, it's bad for us at least the okay. raptors are 29th in three-point field goal percentage the second worst in the league and the lakers are 25th oh god so yeah we're, and we we average <laughs> who's worse than the, than who's worse than the the raptors i i doesn't i do i'm just looking at the raptors here and it says they're 29th i don't know who's below mm. but probably yes somebody like the the pistons or the Rockets. No, no. Well, they tend, or, those or teams tend to shoot more threes because they're younger. Yeah, Rockets like, probably not, to be honest. It's probably like... It's probably the Wizards or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't say I care that much yeah. to find out, but yeah. it's pretty sad that the Raptors are as bad as they are. Um, but uh, anyway, so... The, the Rockets are 28th. So the Rockets are 28th, okay. Bad. So... Um, well, is that all the predictions for next week? Yeah. It is. Okay, so that's that's good. The, I, I, I blew it um, last week, guys, because I I forgot um, to actually um, <laughs> film Mer- Merlin doing his pick. And I thought the game was today, which is why I was going to do it first thing this morning. But it turns out it was yesterday. He was supposed to have picked Philly OKC, but he just he didn't care. I forgot. So I'm going to have him pick um, next uh, January 7th, which I believe is next Saturday. Um Utah, Chicago. So that, that's that's going to be Merlin's pick of the week. So if you if you want to see Merlin, our dog and uh, podcast mascot, um, do his pick, you can go to Instagram or at Orange Ball Juice, um, and you can uh, you can follow us. You can see our uh, stay up to date on um, Marky Man and Spency G's picks on the whiteboard, where I I record all of their picks and their stat line predictions every game that they do, and follow it. I also follow the scores of every game and the, and the headlines of the week and. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you can check all that stuff out. But mainly you just want to look at cute pictures of Merlin because that's mostly what it is on that page right now. It's really just like a dog fan. You know <laughs> yeah. how like dog Insta page. It's basically what it is. Um, but basketball themed. Anyway, um, so uh, since you just brought up the Raptors, it's time for... Manu Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. Okay, so we are entering Pasquale's kitchen. Pasquale, of course, Chef Pasquale is what we call Pascal Siakam in this house because uh, Spicy P sounds like a urinary tract infection. Um, So we don't like that nickname. And uh, it is one of the goals of this podcast to push the nickname Chef Pasquale for Pascal Siakam. So Pasquale's kitchen is what we call the segment when we talk Raptors. So um, the Raptors are coming off a week where uh, I got to hand it to Marky Man. He predicted exactly what would happen. They had three games, and Marky Man said they would win one of them, and it would be against the Suns. So they lost on Tuesday to the Clippers, 124-113 uh, at home. They lost at home on Thursday to the Grizzlies, 119-106, and then they won at home to the depleted Phoenix Suns. Thank goodness they won that game because they, they needed to um, – and that was a uh, one thirteen to one hundred four victory over the Suns, uh, and a bright spot. I thought it was really good to see um, um, Gary um, mm-hmm. 
uh, coming off the bench. With, no, he didn't uh, come off the bench. I thought he came off. No, he started the game. I think he started. Oh, I didn't think he started it. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. He had 35 points. I mean. I think it's, I don't, maybe he didn't, but he had starting minutes. Yeah, he ended up with, that's the uh, thing. I think even though he didn't start, I think it's because he had the hot hand. <laughs> and so they just yeah. left, he got a ton of minutes. But he had 35 points, five rebounds, two assists, um, uh, three steals, one block. I almost referred to him as Gary Payton just a second ago. <laughs> yeah. Not quite that, not quite that level of player, but nonetheless, um, it's always good when he's shooting because that's what, as we just pointed out, yeah. the Raptors lack is quality shooting um, and consistent shooting. And Gary was shooting very well. So, um, yeah. Um, so what's your assessment of last week for the Raptors? Um, it was very disappointing. Other than the Suns game, it seems like we're not even trying except for Pascal. <laughs> Like our defense is just disgusting. Yeah. And Notably, I guess Freddie's Freddy, been out too. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Um I I think Gary should be starting again. In the last few games where he's gotten over thirty minutes, he's played really well. Um yeah, I don't think it's worth him coming off the bench, especially when like Freddie's out. Like I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that starting versus like I as you noted, like the minutes thing is what matters. I think it's more like who starts the game almost doesn't matter in a way. No, but well, it does matter because it matters who like. If we can come out hot in the first, that would definitely help because we always seem to lose focus later in the game for stretches. So if we can, like you know, have a nice start, well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I think it's a good thing that he's not starting because like a lot of coaches do this. So like, yeah, they'll they'll not start one of their players who like. It's definitely good enough to start, and it's just like it's almost like a tactic, and it like to get him going, yeah, to like yeah, challenge him to play better. That hasn't, hasn't. It's not working. It's yeah. not well, working. nothing's obviously nothing's working. The Raptors are <sighs> they're as of right now they're uh, they're not even in the plan spot. The you know they're what are they sixteen and twenty? Yeah, you know, no. fifteen yeah. and twenty one. I think no, no, sixteen and twenty tied with oh. the Bulls. Oh. So, um, yeah. At sixteen and twenty, you know they're just not that good of a team right now. I think that's safe to say. Um, despite yeah. Siakam playing probably the best basketball basketball of his career, um, Freddie has been out this week, which definitely does not help. Oh. And then after that, it, like it, it's it's you know they rely on a team to put up points, and unfortunately, shooting has not been our strong suit. And when Freddie's out, that's diminished. And he's been struggling with his shot. Yeah, I mean he had a, those couple of really high scoring games. Um, last week or the week before and then anyway whatever it's 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 tough but um Achu uh, is back soon Achua might be back that, as soon as tomorrow yeah which will be Thank great God. that that helps a lot um if it'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens but like look at the stretch of games we got coming we got monday they're playing uh in uh they're playing the pacers in indiana um that's gonna be a tough one for sure mm-hmm. uh wednesday they're at home um Home to Milwaukee, uh, which is going to be <laughs> rough. Yeah, they're also and then they're at home uh, facing the Knicks on Friday, and then uh, they're also at home and then in, next Sunday against Portland. So their schedule isn't getting any easier. Um, apparently, yeah. they have the, one of the, hard, yeah. the roughest schedules in the NBA yeah. for the rest of the year. So you know, who knows what's going to happen with them? But anyway, you know, we love them. We're gonna we're, we follow them and we love them no matter what through. 
<laughs> good times and bad. Hopefully they can, uh, I don't know. Who do you think, like any, any ideas for who to add to the team to make them better? Yeah, I either want, or maybe both. I need, uh, you know, six men or even seven or eight of just someone whose literal job is to stand in the corner and make shots. Yeah. Or, or a pure big that can just get us some rebounds and just get us some points in the paint. Like I, I miss Valanciunas. I miss yeah. Serge. How about we uh, had to do a Raptors arena and we get Valanciunas back? Or Pirtle even, like literally yeah. any of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Valanciunas back and DeRozan back for next yeah. year. Oh, we could but, totally use DeRozan. <laughs> yeah. We could also use like Steph Curry. Yeah. Too. Yeah, that'd be great. If yeah. we do, if we got <laughs> yeah. Shea, like those weird rumors. Yeah. I, I don't think well, it's I mean, happen, I, but, it changes yeah. the, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe, I think we, we need a guy. It's like, actually not the worst fit in the world. No, it's not. We, I honestly like. I think we need a guy like similar to what you were saying. I want either Danny Green or Dante no, Divincenzo. Not, not Danny, Danny Green. Though. Well, how about so uh, he does it. How about Niang? No, I want. Yeah, yeah I want. I'd be fine. Danny Green. He literally like. Is he? He's in the NBA, right? Yeah, he's he? on what the team Sixers. Oh wait, yeah, he's on the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's impossible to know what. But team uh, yeah, he's, he's on. He changes teams. Uh, I at want least him. once a year. I want, I want Danny Green. Uh, but he never, Kevin play, Herder never see him on the floor for the Grizzlies ever. Yeah, I think he might be injured or something. No, he just he played fully on the Sixers and was like he was super annoying in the playoff. Uh, yeah. In the playoffs, he would just hit corner threes. Oh, he bricked like a thousand times. No, no. we t- <laughs> yeah, telling no. you right now. We, but he was, we all, he was great it's been noted for a long time that well, Spencer's looked, very anti. I don't understand why because he's literally he almost sold the entire playoffs for the Raptors, and he was so bad. <laughs> sorry, on the he played bad. Like that's just it yeah, is. What it is players play bad. bad. Okay. Like it's okay. it's fine, man. Like um, he almost <laughs> threw away the Lakers playoffs as well on their championship run. All right, are you guys ready to do some time travel trivia? Yeah, because I'm sick of arguing about whether or not Danny Green almost blew the playoffs. Yeah, we won the championship. The Calm down, like wow, he almost <laughs> 2019. Blew the anyway, um, okay, so <clears throat> because it was a crazy week in stats, certainly, certainly with Luca, you know. So I tried to find. Um, Stop dropping your phone, Marcus. My God, you know. Um, anyway, so um, the first the first thing we'll do is the stat line. So, um, and uh, I'll give this one to. I'll give this one. Let's see. Let's see here. I guess I'll give this one to Spencer. All right. So since we're talking about you know crazy stat lines, so this here's one that I thought was really interesting. This player had a triple-double of 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals on February 10th, 2017 against the Memphis Grizzlies in a win? Uh, yeah, uh, Draymond Green. The correct answer is Draymond Green. Very good, yes. So it was one of the one of the very few uh, triple-doubles. <clears throat> triple um. Without he, points, didn't he almost have a quadruple there? Well, he only had, he only had four points, so yeah. that was yeah. that was what was remarkable about that particular game. It was a uh, a triple double with four points. So this leads me, but thanks for bringing up quadruple doubles because the next thing we're doing, what year is it? Okay, we're going to talk about a um, we're going to talk about a quadruple double, a very very unique, a very special mm-hmm. one. Okay, so in what year did um, Alvin Robertson, 
who played for the Spurs have 20 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. Now, this is not good because I don't know who that is. Well, that's so. too bad because that year he was the defensive player of the year. Okay. If you don't know who he is, that actually does kind of help you because that probably means that it's before your time in terms of yeah. paying attention, right? So it's probably not the last 20 years. But here, I'll give, I'll give you some hints. So I'll, I'll give you some parameters here. It's like there's only been four quadruple doubles in NBA history. Okay, okay? so what was the stat line? Was, it, was it with like Dave, Dave, was so his name David Robinson? Was so it with that era? David Robinson definitely did one of them. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, there, there's only been four. And the first one was in 1974, okay? Uh, uh, Nate Thurman did it. And they're all they're all big men that did it, except for Alvin Robertson, who's a guard, okay? Yeah. So they're all big men. So they all the thing is they all got um, the quadruple doubles, but they did it with blocks, right? Yeah. The fourth category was blocks. Um, so but, and, and in that category, there's only three guys. It's Nate Thurman, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, who did it in 1990, and David Robinson was the last one to do it in 1994. So they all did it with points, um, uh, points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. Yeah. This guy did it with – he's the only guy in NBA history to have done it with points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Yeah. So was it okay. – And he's a guard, Alvin uh, Robinson. So the, the first on the one was in 1974 and the last one was 1994. So what year? It was a 20 year span. There has only in that 20 year span have there been quadruple doubles. So what year? I would assume he was on the team with Robinson. Okay. So like 1991 or something. Incorrect. The year, the year, the, the date is February 18th, 1986. He actually wasn't on the team with Robinson, but okay. he was the most improving player that year, Alvin Robinson, and he was. Defensive Player of the Year. Wow. He's, I think he's a three-time All-Star, but um, to do it as a guard with ten steals is yeah, insane, yeah. and to have twenty points like that's arguably one of the best stat lines in history. Yeah, like yeah. Sir, and in terms of a defensive, it's, stat I think line, it's one of the coolest stat lines. But I don't know about the best because it. Well, it's... you have twenty points. Yeah, and like that's yeah the fact that he had twenty eleven rebounds, ten assists, and ten steals. Like ten steals is next to impossible that's to get. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting because he's the only guard to have done it. Because usually, like, the only way that it's usually achieved, like, three guys have done it with blocks, which makes sense, right? Yeah. It's like, but um, yeah, I just was looking into it because after I saw the Draymond one, I was like, oh, he it was a triple double, but without points. Yeah. And then that's, I was like, who he could have, he might have gotten a quadruple double yeah. had he, you know, scored a few more points. He's hit three shots, then yeah. that would have been a quadruple yeah. double for him. But uh, anyway, I thought that was pretty. Pretty cool. So, um, guess what, guys? We're done for the week. Um, thank you, listeners, for another uh, happy new year once again. Um, guys, what are your what's your first chore that you have to do of twenty twenty three, Spency? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, well, I'll come up with a list for you. Um, and you, has has mommy talked to you about uh, a chore? Folding laundry. Folding laundry, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You can get right to that. One of you's going to have to take out the dog. Bathroom probably needs to be cleaned. The usual stuff. I know you don't have homework because you're under... Actually, Spencer, you do have some homework. You probably have to do some physics today. Um, I know you're working over the break, but too bad. Um, well, that's about it. So, guys, um, I wish you both a, uh, a very happy and healthy 2023 and all the listeners, too. So, uh, on the count of three, let's say uh, Happy New Year. One, two, three. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>